Okay. Do you need a... The last one is Southbank, which again has been recently redone. It's been transformed from what it was. That used to be all loading bays because uh, all the theatres used to face onto the road uh, behind it. But what they've managed to do is turn the whole thing around, so now the whole south bank looks back onto the uh, river. And uh, I threw this one in myself because I think it's a very successful place, so this is more dealer's choice. So <laughs> I'll put it up here, it's sub-zero. But um, the point is really that you know, we all know what are good places and what are bad places, so hopefully the day today will sort of say something about how the decisions are made to, you know, how these places are, uh, what the thinking behind these places are and what the thinking behind these places are and why there's no reason why these places shouldn't be a bit more like this because we all know what's a good place and what's a bad place. So we're already halfway there. Well, but one of the mysteries is that we continue to build bad places even though we, there wasn't much disagreement in this room. And I think yeah. that, you know, some of you will have not agreed with some of the conclusions, but there's pretty much a consensus about nearly everything. Yeah. And yet we still manage to build new things and you go to it and you think, how did that happen? So that's, that's one, of, one of the sort of mysteries of, yeah. of the business that we're in, really. And the difference, I suppose, between urban design and maybe architecture is that architecture is very subjective and some people have very strong feelings about you know, certain types of buildings. Some people might not like it at all and other people might think it's really good, but urban design is slightly different, whereas there is a general consensus about what is a good place and what is a successful place that works and what's a bad place that doesn't work. <laughs>